Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Well, what a blessing it is to come your way again um, with um, another word from the Lord. This is um, not a novice church. Tell your neighbor, this is not a novice church. In this church, we grow in knowledge about the things of God. In this church, to get better as we serve the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for another opportunity here on 102.5 FM to minister, to preach. I pray, O oh God, that the anointing of God upon my life will go through the voice. As I preach, anointing will follow the words. The Bible says the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and life. Let the spirit of God go with the words I'm about to speak. I pray that our lives will never be the same again. After the end of this service, in Jesus' name, I started talking about um, wise as serpents, how you can, um, what it means to be as wise as a serpent, what it means to be as wise as a serpent. In Matthew chapter 10, our Savior Jesus Christ said something very beautiful. He said, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. The Greek word for wise here is phronimos. It's phronimos. And it means discreet or sagacious. Sagacious. Discreet or sagacious. Implying a cautious character. Implying a cautious character. Are you there? Practical skill is also one of the things um, Phrenimus means. It indicates rather intelligence or mental acquirement. Hallelujah. And so Jesus said, be therefore cautious in character, discreet or intelligence. Now, we want to find out why Jesus compared wisdom to serpents and why he wanted us to be as wise as serpents. Why didn't Jesus say, I want you to be as wise as the Acre? I know Reverend Andre likes Acre. Acre is a nice meat. For those of you outside Region 4, even Region 4, you don't know what Acre is. I remember one day, I don't know, I think it was Jonathan. There's a brother called Jonathan in our church. Uh, I think I saw him somewhere. 
He's part of the Northern Novice Church. I um, his first time we went to Region Three, Canal Number Two, Polder. He came around, and I think we we're doing something. Then he saw a pine tree growing. He was so surprised. He has eaten pine all his life, but never seen one growing before. It was his first miracle in, uh, in Canal Number Two, Polder. I remember, JB, you remember? Yeah, yeah, when he saw pine, he said, what? Never seen pine, pineapple growing like that. But he's eating it all the time in his mother's house. Never seen it. Hallelujah. Why didn't Jesus say wise as anything but wise as serpent? It calls for an anatomy of the serpent. It calls for a study of the characteristics, the uh, um, traits, and then how the, 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 the serpent lives. I think it will give us more insight as to how we should live as Christ wanted us to live. And so we want to look at seven reasons why serpents are wise. Seven reasons why serpents are considered wise. And, and as we look at why serpents are wise, it is also trying to um, help you practice the things that Make serpents wise. Is somebody listening to me tonight? Somebody listening to me this afternoon? It's not night. I thought it was night already. It's just bright afternoon. I see the sun out there shining bright on this beautiful Tuesday here in uh, Guyana or Guyana. Why are serpents considered so wise? Seven reasons why serpents are considered. Number one, serpents are considered to be wise because they have multiplied and flourished more than any other wild animal. Multiplied and flourished more than any other wild animal. Multiplied and flourished more than any other wild animal. That's why they are considered to be wise. In a certain sense, or in this case, what the Lord is saying to us, what Jesus is trying to say to us is that you must multiply and flourish than any wild animal. You must multiply and flourish than any other human being. Because serpents are considered to be wise because they have multiplied and flourished more than any other wild animal. You can be wise or you can be considered wise if you can flourish more than anybody else. We know snakes. Nobody likes snakes. I don't know if you eat snakes, but I know people from a particular part of the world, they eat snakes. It's a delicacy. Snake chow mein or chow mein snake. Or snake curry. Cherry. Snake curry. I'm sure it's going to be delicious. I'm sure your husband will take you on a on your first anniversary, you eat snake curry. I'll show you where you can, you can get snake curry to eat. <laughs> People don't like snakes. Snakes are killed anytime they are seen. As, I, as, I, as I'm preaching now, if you were to see a snake next to you, you will jump, you'll find a, a stick, you'll find a stone, you'll find something and make sure that the snake's head is gone. Nobody likes snakes when they see one. But in spite of that, 
they have multiplied and flourished more than any wild animal. I can, I can, I can go a bit deeper into when you think that you are not favored. Maybe the color of your skin is not the best color in a particular environment. Maybe the texture of your hair is not favorable due to where you dwell. Yet, the snake is able to flourish and multiply in the midst of all the adversities that he can or he goes through. In another sense, no matter your skin color, no matter the texture of your hair, no matter your gender, no matter your sexual preference, Jesus is saying that if you can be as wise as a serpent, then you can also multiply and flourish more than anybody else. I see you multiplying and flourishing in Jesus' name. The second reason why serpents are considered very wise is that serpents are considered to be wise because they have continued to exist in an ever-modernizing world. <laughs> ever-modernizing world. As the world has modernized, as trees are cut, as buildings are going up, snakes have not become less. They have continued to grow. They are considered to be wise because they have continued to exist in an ever-modernizing world. You will notice that many wild animals are becoming extinct in our modern world. They talk about dinosaurs. I don't know where they ever lived, but I think, um, is it historians, archaeologists? They tell us that they were dinosaurs. All kinds of creatures that they tell us existed. Isn't it? Because they have had archaeological evidence of all these creatures. Now, as the world has modernized, you see that these animals, you don't find them anymore. For example, if you live in Region 4, it's going to be difficult for you to see a tiger. Maybe it's easier to see a jaguar because we, we have a jaguar around in Region 4. <laughs> he's a jaguar. He doesn't move, but he's a jaguar. It's very difficult to see in Georgetown a cheetah or a panther or a puma all those big 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 cats you, you, can't, you can't see them in Georgetown they don't go to Starbrook Market and buy anything they don't go to Border Market and buy greens what you see in Georgetown is big rat I hope you are not the type of rats we eat back in, 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 in where I was born. I remember growing up. That's the type of rat, that's a good rat that we eat from the country where I was born. Not them gutter rats. This one is not gutter, this one is not gutter rats. It's nice rat that eats chowmin and eats uh, uh, tomatoes and things. So it's a nice rat. One day, we had a dog called Patience. And dog patients when we woke up in the morning, she had captured a rat. The rat was in the yard. 
when you're young, you do all kinds of stupid things. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> when you're young, you have taste for foolish things. So when we woke up in the morning, I saw this big rat. Not gutter rat, please. Big rat. And rat in Africa is different from rat in Guyana. Rat in Guyana is some dirty gutter something. Africa rats, nice meat. It's like grass, it's like acre. Diplomatic rats. Yeah. <laughs> there were, I took the rat. I called a friend of mine. He came around. We took the rat. Charlie, we did pepper soup. We skinned the rat. We, 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 we skinned the rat. And then we, we prepared pepper soup with it. Pepper soup? And I don't know if you know pepper soup. Yeah, yeah you, you've lived in, 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 in an African country before, so you know pe- pepper soup. Pepper soup is, let's say, with, let's say acre or the rat. You make sure that you take the, the hair off the skin, you know, by the kind of um, running it through fire. The flames will get rid of the hair. Then you cut it up. Then you, you know, you clean it. You clean it. We are young boys, so we don't have no seasoning, nothing, nothing, nothing. Those things don't come in. You clean it, wash it nice, make sure that the blood, you know, comes out. Then you get the pot. You pour water in the, in the pot. Then you, you, you put in the, 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 the rat, this diplomatic rat that you've cut up. You put it in the water. You put in some salt. And it begins to boil. It boils for a while. Then you, um, you blend pepper with tomatoes and onions. Then you put it in the boiling diplomatic rat in the pot. Pepper, you make sure that the pepper, the portion of pepper is, is, is more than the tomato and the onions. You can even add ginger, but you have to blend it. I'm teaching you, this is Kaneji, I'm teaching you how to Make pepper, 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 <laughs> rat pepper soup. <laughs> so you boil it. You make sure that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get thick. You boil it out until the meat is ready to eat. Man, I tell you, it's finger licking. You bite your lips. Then you know, as young people, a lot of time you get some cokes or some Fanta or some uh, uh, high wine. It's better with high wine. Because Akwetishi. Because ah, it opens you up. And then we sit and we eat the rat. Bite the right, uh, the rat's uh, fingernails and all of that. Yeah, yeah, toenails. The head. And just uh, bite the rat head. <laughs> I tell you, it's beautiful. It's so nice. You see the pepper, you have to do, open your mouth and do. <gasps> Is this hot? Hmm. You don't find certain animals in the city. Because of modernization, a lot of buildings, there's no space, there's no uh, forest, there's no grass, there's no green. It actually pushes the animals way from, away from where human life is. And modernization has ensured that several animals and several species of animals have become extinct. But it doesn't matter where you are. You can build, uh, um, what, 
estate, housing scheme, and all of that. And you find a snake there. Snake ain't going nowhere. In fact, when you finish uh, um, building your house, honey, are you there? You can finish building your house, do everything, trout, text, everything, toilet, everything, all of that. You can easily find a snake in your water tank, the toilet water tank. Snake? modernization has not been able to eradicate snakes. In other words, the changing seasons of time, Jesus is saying that, I'm sending you as wise as serpents. If you are going to be like that, the changing seasons of time and and development should not be able to get rid of you. That you should not cease to exist. You should not cease to be operational. You should not cease to be functioning in the midst of changes and and development. Many people have lost their faith because of the development of the world. You used to go to church. Some of you used to go to church on Saturdays. Now you work on Saturdays. Your your, your Christian faith has gone down. Now people work on Sundays also. You get yourself a job because it's shift work and then your, your off day doesn't fall on a Sunday. It falls on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Before you realize the whole year you have, not been to, you have not been to church. You don't go to church. You see that the modernization of the world has actually caused you to lose your faith. Am I preaching to somebody this afternoon in region 8? The snake has not disappeared even though we have housing schemes. The snake has not disappeared even though we have stadiums. The snake has not disappeared even though new roads are coming. You'll be surprised late in the night one snake will be crossing the road to another side of the place. That is why Jesus said, be as discreet, sagacious as the serpent because when you have that attitude, when you have that character, it means that no matter the changes, no matter the changes, whether your money becomes enough, that the cost of living becomes difficult, whether your salary is enough or not, you still are able to continue to live your life. Oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I see that many people, they disappear when things changes. They are like fashion. There's always a new hairstyle. There's always a new haircut. This new haircut that has come, them sons, they are wasting our money. You give them 1,500, say it's going to the barber shop. When it comes, it's a little piece from the side here, so <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> I is go to the barber shop and I is bow all my head for 1,500. And then he's go to the barber shop and they take a little piece out of here and they, uh, and they spend 1,500 to tip it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Modernization should not take you out. Development should not take you out. Advancement should not cause you to be extinct. There are several businesses that don't exist anymore because times have changed. I don't want to mention the name of the store, but there were some stores that were very, very, very vibrant in the 70s and 80s. Do you know some of them? Yeah, there's a store that starts with a letter G. There are so many businesses that start with a letter G, so I've not mentioned your name. 
they were active in the 70s, in the 80s. Now, even the building, when you see the building, it's not attractive to go inside. If you go inside to the place so disorganized, the people that are sleeping, their uniforms look old. But there are other businesses that have come up. If you enter the place, you even be forced to buy something. God is telling you and I that irrespective of times and seasons and changes that comes our way, we should still be able to continue to live, to continue to exist, continue to function, and continue to perform and do what he wants us to do. Can I have an amen from somebody? So serpents are because they have continued to exist in an ever modernizing world. Let me tell you, let's say you marry and then um, you want to marry ever after. Five years later, God forbid, your marriage doesn't work. Hey, you should be able to continue to live. You get a job, you go to school, you graduate, you get a job, and then let's say the business goes bankrupt. In such an ever-changing environment, Jesus is saying that you have to adapt. You have to. It's, it's not something that is supernatural. It's not something that you have to pray for. Or it's not something that you, you have to learn and, 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 and exist. Because when the snake lives in a place that is modernized, he, the snake doesn't fast and pray for that. Have you ever seen a snake who fast and pray because he, he's living in your water tank? Your toilet water tank. And he's telling you that, Sir, this place here, so I'm living, I pray every day so that nobody finds me. There's nothing like that. <laughs> I've never seen a snake who fast and pray. Never seen a snake who, who reads his Bible and says, Lord, don't let them find me any day. No, no, no. They, they, they are so wise that if they are somewhere, you will never notice them. If they are somewhere, you will never detect them. It will take you, if a snake lives in your bedroom, I'm telling you, you can make children, seven children, you still don't find a snake. Because he knows that the day he comes out, that's the day he's finished. So you will not come out. And so even though the, the, the trees are being cut, buildings are coming, they are trying to also adapt. That's why snakes sometimes will come to that. Sometimes snakes can blend into their environment depending on their color. No oh, yeah. The last time I, I think they found a snake in our church here. They came and then they saw a snake moving around here. A snake wants to come to church. The building of the church in a place where there's a lot of trees has not prevented the snake from moving around and flourishing in the system. Why is it that you are a child of God and times have changed, things have changed and you don't seem to be able to live? Some things have changed about you. Some things have changed around you and you don't seem to be able to live. You have stopped living. You have stopped progressing. You have stopped advancing. That's not God's plan for your life. God says, I want you to be as wise as a serpent, as the snake who in the midst of modernization still continues to function. May you possess that trait in the name of Jesus. That's modernization I see right there. It's too fantastic. Instead of them things that I see. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know whether it's Lion who has introduced that there, but that's good. Amen. Number three, serpents 
are considered to be wise because they have been able to flourish even though they are hated by everyone. You are always saying that somebody is racial. You are always saying somebody is racial. That's why you don't have money. You're racial? You, you are just lazy. Since when does the color of your skin make you poor? Since when does the color of your skin make you rich? Since when does the length of your hair? Even our hair doesn't even matter anymore because even if you have this hair that is not, you can put a wig on your hair, your hair will be straight. <laughs> your hair will be straight. So now you can't say somebody's hair is straight or somebody's hair is not straight. All you have to do is just put a wig on. Yeah, if Calvin has a, has a problem with people who say hair is straight, all he has to do is that the, the wig that he brings in, he just puts one on his head. That's all. <laughs> Everything will be over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Serpents are hated by everyone, yet they flourish. You send an application and nobody responds to you. And therefore you are not living. You can't get a job. And therefore you have to go to jail. You are not wise. And somebody who's not wise is called a foolish person. I'm just saying the opposite of wise. It's foolish. There shouldn't be anything that fights against your moving forward. No matter who hates you. No matter what your neighbor thinks about you, no, no, no matter what your ex thinks about you, no, no, no matter who, whoever thinks any bad or evil against you, Jesus wants you to exist as wise as a serpent to flourish in the midst of hatred. Father, thank you so much for these three things you've taught us today that will help us to be as wise as serpents. Help us to flourish in the midst of hatred and adversity. In Jesus' name, amen. You are not saved. You are not born again. You are listening to me. I want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus died for me. I believe he rose again on the third day. And I received Jesus into my heart. To be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father. Saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, call the number that I announce I will give. I will speak to you. You call me. Call me and I will speak to you. Wherever you are listening to this um, uh, message, call me. I will spend time with you. I will talk to you and I will pray with you. Okay? So God bless you. It's time for an offering. I've been saying, I've been emphasizing that for some of you, God is really leading you to tithe into this church. Alright? Your tithe is a tenth of your increase. A tenth of your increase. That is, if you, um, if you get $10,000, a tenth is $1,000. If you um, get $30,000, your, your tenth of your tithe is $3,000. God is really ministering. God is actually encouraging many of you out there who are listening to me to use this church as your church and to take your tithe and give it 
give it into this ministry. And so, anybody who wants to do that, take out your tithe right now. You can send your tithe to us by MMG, 614 You can even call the number and ask how you can tithe into this church. All right? So, take out your offering, your tithe, as you pray. Father, thank you for everyone who is giving. I pray the blessings of God, the blessings that cause Father Abraham to, to be rich and strong, let that blessing rest upon everyone and every life that is given today. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.